Shannon Taylor had stood in the kitchen of her two-bedroom apartment, eyes clenched shut and hands gripping the work surface as if her life depended on it. Her knuckles white, her hand and arm muscles a solid mass of stone. Between pursed lips, her teeth had ground together as if to crush away the image that powered through her brain. She had felt no pain, just a rush of adrenaline that crashed through her body. It had not been the first time that this had happened, but it was the first time that it had happened like this. Fortunately, the episode had been a short one, fortunate because in the master bedroom her boyfriend was still asleep. It had been two o'clock in the morning, and she had awoken from a disturbed sleep, sweat beading over every inch of her body, her nightgown drenched and clinging. Creeping from the bed so as not to wake David, she had made her way to the kitchen to get a long drink of water. She had just managed to fill the glass and place it on the work surface before the image struck. She saw a young woman, barefoot, shoes lost in her desperate dash to cross the open field towards a house and safety. Every few seconds she glanced behind her to see the figure of a man gaining on her. His hand clutched a butcher's knife. His eyes gleamed red. His mouth curled in a mask of hatred, spittle flowing from his lips like a rabid dog. The woman tried to run faster, arms pumping, heart pounding, but she was losing the race. The distance to the house grew shorter. Safety came closer. She called. She screamed, but no one answered. No light flicked on. She was left abandoned in the semi-darkness of moon-filled night. She could hear his footfalls, dampened as they were by the soft grass beneath their feet. He was closer now and there was nowhere left to run. She had begun to cry, tears washing down her reddening cheeks, leaving smudged tracks through her makeup. Then she felt it. The blade went deep into her left shoulder, causing her to stumble, to fall. She lay face down, spread eagle upon the earth. Its pungent aroma invaded her mouth and nose. He was standing above her, legs spread to each side of her body, knife poised. All at once, he sat upon her legs, pinning them, and began to stab and slash. She felt her back, her shoulders, her spine, her lungs, her heart, torn to shreds in the frenzy of his attack. She saw the life she knew, the hopes and plans that she had, ripped from her thrashing, twisting frame before blackness overcame her, and she remained still. Though the woman was so obviously dead, the attacker was not finished with her. In her dream state, Shannon had seen him pull back the strands of bloodied blonde hair and, with neat, swift strokes, cut the ears from the lifeless head, the pendant earrings still attached. Shannon saw him stand over his victim, a satisfied gleam in his eyes, his mouth now smirking as he looked towards the moon, as if to drink in the pale light that cascaded onto the scene. Then he raised his arms aloft and laughed, loud, deep and uncaring. Shannon had awoken then, coming back to a present that seemed alien in its peaceful normalcy. In her terror, her bladder had vacated itself, and she stood in a pool of liquid slowly spreading across the floor. All was quiet. No sound came from the bedroom. She knew then she must have been silent throughout the whole episode. Quickly she had moved to clear up the mess, pull a clean gown from the chest of drawers, and take a shower to remove the smell of sweat and fear. When she returned to the bed, she shared with David. She had found, thankfully, 
who was still sound asleep. The side where she had lain, however, was still damp, and she could not bring herself to lay there again. Opening the closet, she pulled down a blanket, and went to stretch out on the sofa in the sitting room. For the rest of the night, filled with the pale glow of a full moon, she lay between waking and sleeping, her body desperate for the rest, her mind fearful of what it would see if she allowed Hypnos to have his way. Over breakfast the next day, she and David had talked, not about her episode, but about their relationship. She was torn between wanting to see more of him and fearing that she might scare him away if she appeared too clingy. Previous relationships had failed, at least in her mind, because she had been eager to invest more in them than her partner at the time had been.